All right. You know, Caso here with dope review of this dope book, man. I suggest anybody get if you want to learn. <clears throat> you know the the mindset and the the ways of a billionaire. You know, and by this billionaire, I'm talking about Charlie Munger. A lot of people don't know him, but he's um, actually a partner with Warren Buffett. And I believe that the company that they both they're both founded, Berkshire Hathaway, has done 300 billion in revenue and profit. And I mean, <clears throat> so you know, it's safe to say that you could definitely learn a lot. You know, think about it. They made 300 billion. Even if you're only making 1% of that from the knowledge you learned from them, that's still, what, 30 million? It's not bad. That's not bad at all. So, <clears throat> I'm going to jump right through it. Charlie goes into, this is, you know, in the beginning of the book, um, it talks about him. So, it talks about people going, talking about him and also him talking about people or whatever it has different aspects so it's always cool it's cool to see from different aspects that charlie has a desire to understand exactly what makes things happen so what i got from that was extreme curiosity i know that's weird but you know from that sentence i got that extreme curiosity and one thing that i learned from a lot of successful people is that extreme curiosity is what has made them successful because they're always questioning things and you realize you you lose that as a kid because you know society tells you oh why are you always asking questions why you just need it because it is how it is they kept this with them and that's what's made them successful so it's almost like we're we're losing some that's actually helping us from a kid as a kid he knows how to take all his brains thought energy and focus all in one sing on one single problem. To me, that's extreme focus on one thing. Having that tunnel vision is very important. <clears throat> Next point: find out what you are best at and keep pounding away at it. So, you know, he talks about don't go about what you like necessarily. Go at what you're good at. If you're good at some, you know, and hopefully you also have the advantage because you're good at some most people that you're around aren't as good so you have that advantage over them then you definitely get far so next point our experience tends to confirm a long-held notion that being prepared on a few occasions in a lifetime to act promptly in a scale and doing some simple and logical thing will often dramatically improve the financial result of a lifetime a few major opportunities clearly recognized as such will vaguely come to one who constantly searches and waits with a curious mind and leaves diagnosis involving multiple variables. And all it requires is a willingness to be heavily, to bet heavily when the odds are extremely favorable using resources and available as a result of pro do produce and patience in this past so sorry i was trying to read my handwriting and it was just hard to read i don't know how i expect people to read this i don't know how my teachers read this but <clears throat> just he talks about that i mean all the hard work just keep keep 
focusing on it because it only just really takes one one opportunity from you studying and long long studying and you know that this is right and that's all it'll take you know they don't they don't have a hundred different good offers they only have a few and that's made them their billions and that's made them successful just as animus flores in which is people who specialize in moral niches can do very well. So it talks about people who specialize in narrow niches can do very well in life. In business, we often find the winning system goes almost ridiculously far in maximizing and or minimizing one of a few variables like discount warehouse of Costco. So basically the winning system that maximizes, minimizes one or few variables. Next point, Charles has developed a willingness, eagerness to identify and acknowledge his own mistakes and learn from them. And he once stated, Warren and I are very good at destroying our own best loved ideas. Any year you don't destroy one of your best loved ideas is probably a bad year. When a better tool comes along, what could be better than to swap it for your old, less useful tool? So that's... cool i was actually going over something like that is is, you know they they realize that even though their best their best ideas aren't really that helpful to them and that they could be holding on to a mindset that's holding them back and they have to be realistic with themselves and be like yo i gotta i definitely gotta change my way of thinking this year on this matter and just you know, see see how much better my life is for it. I mean, most of the time, it's we have these these mindset, this mindset that just kind of hold us back, and we don't know it. That's the hard part about it, is because you don't know that it's holding you back, and that's when it's hard to identify. But you know, you just constantly got to keep studying yourself and figuring out ways that you can access those mindsets and destroy them so that you could improve next point there is no better teacher in history than determining the future than history in determining the future you are answers worth billions of dollars in 30 dollar history books you know studying history history repeats itself a lot of people made a lot of money just studying history itself and it's only in 30 dollar books definitely worth it Charlie counts preparation, patience, discipline, objective, <clears throat> objective, objectivity among his most fundamental guiding principles. He will not deviate from these principles regardless of the group dynamics, emotional itches, or popular wisdom that the time around is different. No, keep certain principles no matter what the situation. Always keep them with you. Don't change them. You gotta have... <clears throat> Discipline to stay with the principles. Don't, you know, let your emotions get in your way. I mean, we're all emotional creatures, but sometimes any investment could be the same thing. It goes off the same principles. There's no, oh, well, you know, this time's different because this is different. Like, no, everything works the same. 
in an investment standpoint, obviously not systematically. Charlie like a business investment he can hold for the long run. He calls it a sit on your ass investment. You're paying less to brokerage, you're lessening um, less, you're listening to less nonsense and if it works the tax system gives you an extra one, two or three percent point per annum. In his view, a portfolio of three companies is plentiful diversification. I like this system. Sit on your ass investment. Easy. Divide a strike zone. So they talk about they divide a strike zone and each representing the size of a baseball. Who would insist on swinging only at the balls in his best sales, even at the risk of striking out? Because reaching for the worst spots would seriously reduce his chances of success. With this principle in everything you do, visualize a swing zone where your best swing zone area would be and only swing when it's getting in that area zone. <clears throat> when Warren lectures at business schools, he says, I could improve your intimate financial welfare by giving you a ticket with 20 slots in it so that you had 20 punches representing all the investments you get to make in a lifetime. Under this rule, you would really think carefully of what you did. You would do much better. And that's how you should visualize every investment that you only get a certain amount. Pretend like you're only getting a certain amount. That way you could really think it through and know instead of just, you know, letting your emotions guide you. Oh, Bitcoin. I just heard Bitcoin is a new thing, even though you only known about it for like 10 minutes and then you just spend your money on it and you wonder why you didn't make money on it. You got to really study this, you know what I mean? And take your time and, you know, it's not going to go nowhere. If it's a good investment, it's not going nowhere. For a long time so take your time study from what i'm getting from Warren. all i want to know is where i will die so i never go there learn what not to do first before what you should do cool little philosophy investors should purchase stocks like they purchase groceries not like the purchase perfume purchase out of necessity don't purchase out of um want we look for a horse with one chance in two of winning, which pays you three to one. You're looking for a mispriced gamble that was investing is, and you have to know enough to know whether the gamble is mispriced that that's value investing. Identify your circle of competence in the real world. It's critical to know if you're Max Planck or if you're the chauffeur. If you cannot respond legitimately to the next question, you lack the true mastery and are likely outside your circle of competence. Basically, in your circle of competence, you gotta you gotta just be able to ask your questions like it ain't nothing. Cause I'll show that you're truly in your circle of competence. So we think in terms of a moat and the ability to keep its width and its impossibility of being crossed as primary criterion of a great business. And we tell our managers we want it to widen each year. So think of your business as surrounded by a moat. You want to make sure that it's surrounded by a boat, a moat, and it gets bigger each year so that it's harder and harder for people to cross. You know what I mean? A good visualization for a business is having a moat that nobody can really mess up. And that's where, how you're going to get a successful business for a long time and make lots of money in their 
in their opinion. A great business at fair price is superior to a fair business at a great price. Bam, think about that. Great business at a fair price is superior to a fair business at a great price. Never fool yourself and remember that you are the easiest person to fool. Richard Finneman. Apply logic to help from fooling yourself. Charlie will not accept anything I say just because I say it, although most of the world would. Warren Buffett. You are only right because data and reasoning tell you you're right, not because others tell you you're right. Ben Graham, keep that in mind. Charlie scores himself not so much on whether he won the hand, but rather on how well he played it. Sloppy preparation and decision-making are never excusable because they are controllable. Ooh, that's true. Sloppy preparation and decision-making are never excusable because they are controllable. Okay, it's a good company, but the price... But is the price low enough? Is the management made of the people Warren Charlie are comfortable with? It's cheap enough to buy. Is it cheap for the wrong or right reasons? What's the flip side? What can go wrong that I haven't seen? People always want a formula, but it doesn't work that way, Buffett says. You need a different checklist and different mental models for orientation companies. orientating companies. I can never make it easy by saying, here are three things you have to desire you have to desire yourself to ingrain it in your head for the rest of your life. If you want to get smart, the question you must ask is why, why, why? Always. Apply scientific method in what you do. Compound interest is the eighth wonder of the world. Never interrupt it unoccasionally. So that point they were talking about when, you know, someone's getting compounded interest. Don't mess it up. Let it keep compounding. Let it keep compounding. Don't mess it up. Keep that momentum going. It's a great momentum to have. Don't interrupt that. If you don't, definitely don't have to. Adapt to the true nature around you. Don't expect it to adapt around you. Gotta be adaptable. Recognize reality, even when you don't like it, especially when you don't like it. Guard against effect of hubris And boredom. Guard against the effect of hubris and boredom. So boredom, I don't know what that other word I put. I'm sorry about that, but guard against the effect of boredom, we'll just say. Be careful to excel small, unneeded info or scope a small leak can sink a great ship. So be careful to exclude small, unneeded info or slot. Small leak can sink a great ship. Smallest things can sink your business. Face your big trouble, don't sweep them under a rug. I think track records are very important. If you start early, trying to have a perfect one is something like honesty. You're well on your way to success. Don't take advantage of old ladies. Take advantage of chapstick of cheap stock prices. I'm right, you're smart, and the sooner or later you'll see that I'm right. If you tell this truth, you don't have to remember your lies. Ability will get you to the top, but it takes character to keep you there. Trickery and treachery are the practices of fools that have not the wits enough to be honest. It never ceases to amaze me how much territory can be gained by following consistent use of all obvious and easily earned principles. Munger. Economic progression as they grow larger, forge their 
own mathematical anchors in businesses. Buffett. For 20 years, we didn't buy more than one or two per year companies. There are certain virtues that are common in all of Berkshire's subsidiaries. We don't create them. We select companies that have them. We just don't screw it up. All Charlie and Warren wanted to do is go out and run and run your business well and if you do that they leave you completely alone i don't feel like i sold flight safety i just traded my stock of it for a berkshire certificate al yulshai we have low overhead don't have quarterly goals or budget or a standard personal system and our investing is much more concentrated than average it's simple common sense it's difficult to find something that is really good. So if you say no 90% of the time, you're not missing out on much. True. If you have a few great companies, then you can sit on your ass. That's a good thing. Short selling, buying short, and ceasing a promoter to take the stock up is very irritating. It's not worth the frustration. The investment game is getting more and more competitive. I find by regularly reading business magazines and newspapers, I'm exposed to a lot of micro information and it helps me with what's going on in the macro. If they are tackling, they are, if they are talking, they are lying. And if they are quiet, they are stealing. We are about building a good company for long term. If we do right things, stock prices will take care of itself and our shareholders will be rewarded. For a good life, avoid bad marriage. Avoid things like AIDS situations, AIDS situations, and and doing cocaine. That's their life advice. Reduce material needs. Charlie never grabs for himself and can be trusted without reservation. He can only be described as ideal, unyielding, patient, disciplined, and self-controlled. Charlie doesn't crack on his principles no matter how stressful the situation. Bonds of degradation are too light to be felt until they are too strong to be broken. Do you really learn to give up vengeance? By writing a list of names of people who did him wrong, then from time to time he would view these names to see how life took down his enemies without his assistance. If you want a crappy life, be unreliable. It is often the absence of change that is friend of the investor. With the internet may change, it won't really change the brand gum people chew. And we like stable businesses. Unpredictable things like chewing gum and leaving and leave life unpredictable things to someone else. So basically saying like nobody's gonna really interfere with people's chewing gum. So we like to leave the unpredictable things to someone else. They like the predictable things. Social proof bias. Before your leasing success is all about growing yourself. When you become a leader, success is about growing others. What you measure is what you get. What you reward is what you get. I've learned that I've been to... Everything should be done get that finding great people happens all kinds of ways so maybe consider that every conversation is like an interview jack welch we will either be number one or number two 
in our field, I don't care who I have to fire or what I have to, to sell. Number one or number two or out. The big people don't always win. As you get big, you get the bureaucracy. Quick little key points that I learned. These are all just key points from the book that really clicked to me and really helped help me out. I definitely recommend checking out the book for yourself though. I'm sorry for my bad um, saying of the words. I couldn't read some of my language, some of my handwriting. <laughs>